The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Turn us on and the satisfaction's guaranteed. Frank discussion with passion on CJD 800. Coming up after 1015, it is the passion view. That means the ladies with me and we will discuss how do we as women perceive men who have cats? Uh, is casual sex bad for your mental health? And we'll discuss the hypothesis that monogamy is just like an orientation. But first... Time to check out our inbox. Your texts are always welcome. Connect with passion at 514-800. Remember, you can always email me, laurie at drlaurie.com. And some people choose to email me and vent. Uh, and that's okay. You can vent. So I have a couple of uh, vents here, some not related to sexuality or anything like that, but related to what's going on around us. Uh, do uh, Hi, Lori. Do they really expect young people to distance themselves at bars? Seriously, what is the point of them going there? To drink and talk six feet apart? Either enforce wearing masks or just shut them down. It just doesn't make any sense. Well... Clearly, uh, you're not the only one who feels this way. Uh, so does our mayor, and so do a lot of people. So they are going to have to keep revisiting this kind of thing, right? That's uh, It's ever-changing, this COVID, and the reopenings and the closings and the reopenings again and the closings again, and it's uh, not over. <laughs> not over, not by uh, a long shot. So lots of adapting, and... I, I, listen, I feel bad for young people who, um, you know, maybe they're not settled, they don't have a, a regular partner, they don't have a family, whatever, they don't have other things that they're they're missing more than anybody maybe, that, that socializing aspect and going out, especially if they were used to going out every weekend and things like that and partying. So to, um, to be locked down for the last four months and not be able to do any of that is, uh, I'm sure they're all going a little bit uh, stir crazy, but nonetheless not safe. So we already know that. Uh, this rant is about dating. Uh, Dr. Lori, I've had it with dating sites. I went on five dates since Friday. I'll start off being very nice in messaging and phone, but once you meet them and they get a little comfortable, they change all over 35 years old. They lease a nice flashy car, likely something they cannot afford, all fakes one way or the other. I am going to try guys over 50, maybe less concerned about what they drive and pay cash. One date who wanted to pay for two coffees and a piece of cake went through a bank card and a credit card for a $12 bill. I ended up paying easier and faster, but he was driving a BMW, which he insisted I sit in and gas gauge at empty. These guys need a reality check. So I'm not sure what kind of guys you're meeting, but is this how this is everybody else's experience? I certainly hope not. And just for the cash thing, by the way, a lot of people don't carry cash anymore. It's all done through debit and or Apple Pay or, or something. So I, that I get. A lot of people just don't carry even minimal amounts of cash. Um, goes on to rant about TV. I cut the cable cord today. Tired of paying for TV I do not watch. Primetime cartoons, reality shows, up the wazoo. America's Got Talent, dance shows, and the news, that's the worst part. I had an antenna installed today and getting 27 channels and some no-name some no name company in Canada carries. Cost me a total of $120 and free TV, no monthly charges. Only have internet now and there are enough free movie sites 
Netflix is another waste of money. I have been watching reruns of Carol Burnett and Sonny and Cher. Excellent TV compared to the crap on live TV today. I really do not know what the world is coming to. Only sane live reality show is passion. But that's radio. Uh, am, am I alone in thinking like this? Or are there others who have had it? Maybe I have really lost it. <laughs> Can we uh, help her out? I don't know. Uh, hi, Dr. Lou. I remember months ago on the men's panel show, one of the restaurateurs uh, was saying that bars in particular are most at risk of closing permanently. Horrible, but public health has to be the priority. Listen, you're right. Public health has to be the priority, but I feel terrible uh, driving around, seeing businesses close permanently, talking to friends who are suffering, who are spending so much money just trying to reconfigure their uh, spaces, right? Their restaurants. I was talking to another friend who's a restaurateur who has had to spend all kinds of money to, to build new partitions and plexiglass partitions between booths and all, all kinds of stuff and still can't seat uh, a full a full house. And this was a restaurant that was packed on the weekend and will no, no longer be. So I don't know how all these people are going to survive. And it, it breaks my heart for them. Like this is... Um, it's so difficult, but yes, public health, of course, is, uh, should be a, a top priority. Just look around, look at the, all the places where they have opened up, uh, and, and crowds of people and, and what have you, like, we're going to see the fallout from that for sure. Okay. Another question. This one's sexual. Um, I pleasure myself very differently than other men in the videos and my friends. Is this wrong or unhealthy? I lay down on my bed, then I spit my hands on my penis, one on both sides, then push down one hand, then push down the other until I orgasm. You know, I'm going to tell you something. There is no right way to self-pleasure, no right way to masturbate, whatever feels good to you. And as long as you're not damaging your penis or feeling pain in any way, and you would know if you were damaging it because it would hurt, um, that's it. Big deal. You could do it any way you like. What you see in the videos is really maybe just the more usual way of stroking a penis, but it's certainly not the only way. So please do not worry that you're not, uh, somehow, uh, normal or anything like that. Remember porn is one way of seeing things and real life is another way. Okay. You might see a cookie cutter version of what sex looks like, which is not really real sex, but, uh, not always, uh, exactly real life. Text writes in, she is not wrong. She is right about lousy TV cut the cord. Uh, how old is this lady having these dating app dates? I wonder young, young guys can be really shallow at times, old guys too, for that matter. So I believe she was looking at, she's been dating guys around 35 is what the, the uh, email said somewhere around that. And now she says she's going to try to go for the older guys, but you know, the older guys also, you can run into the same kinds of problem, right? You can run into older guys who have had a kind of a midlife change and are looking for younger, uh, younger partners and, and maybe, uh, this feeds their ego and maybe they are 
maybe they have more money anyway, simply because they are older. And so you're still going to see that kind of thing. It, it just depends, but not all men are like that. And not all men flash cars and, and flash all kinds of other things to get, uh, to get women. That's just not, you know, not every guy, please. Uh, no, Dr. Lori, it is, it is not, there is no right way. There is no wrong way. So long as it's your own penis, right? There is no, there is no wrong way to do it. That's right. Uh, my girlfriend doesn't show any emotion, doesn't moan or any of the things I've experienced with my past girlfriends. Is that normal for a female to experience during sexual activity? A good question. I would say that although most women will at least maybe moan to some degree to express pleasure or show their partner that they are pleased. In fact, research has shown that many women moan, but for the sake of their partner, not necessarily for themselves. Some women just don't feel comfortable making noises during sex. And there could be any number of reasons why women stay quiet. Maybe they're self-conscious. Maybe they're a little bit embarrassed, or maybe there's no reason at all, but you can talk about it. You can ask your partner, for example, to show you signs of her pleasure, letting her know that you would appreciate knowing that you are pleasing her, but don't make her feel bad that she is not vocal. That does not make her abnormal and you don't want her to feel like she is abnormal either. So that would just add pressure and then, you know, you'd get some performance anxiety and she wouldn't be able to relax and such. Coming up, the Passion View will discuss um, men with cats. How do they feel about that? I'll share a study with you that I discussed on Friday night, but I thought the lady's perspective would be interesting. A safe place to work out the kinks in any relationship. It's Passion with CGAD 800's Dr. Lori Batito. So excited to have my favorite ladies with me. Only wish it could be in studio, but I'll have to contend with your voices. Paris Mansouri of parasology.com, frequency CJAD contributor. You can hear her Fridays at 9 p.m. with John Paul as well. And uh, she's our single lady here. Hi, Paris. Hi. Miss you, girl. So do I. <laughs> we also have Dania Beznos. Don't miss her so much because I just saw her today, uh, who is a mom, stepmom, and grandma of uh, three boys. She's also a, a, a successful entrepreneur. Welcome, Dania, to the show. Hi, Lauren. Okay, so I got a couple of things. Before we get into what I actually set aside to talk about, some of the texts and messages I got today I think would apply well, I think you'd have something to say, especially Paris, you being out on the dating scene. Well, you're the single gal and, and I want to just run, run this by you because there was a lady who uh, texted and said she'd had like, she went on a, a bunch of dates from, um, from the internet, like whatever, uh, you know, she te was texting and met them through, through dating apps and dating sites. And then she, uh, she just said they were all, they all faked stuff. Like they rented, yep. they leased like fancy cars and she like well once she met them like it was she felt it was all fake and yep. that's quite a generalization I, I think so I'm just wondering on your side of things as a single lady do you think that that's true that most yes. men are putting up a front yes yes I think a lot of wow. women do the same thing in oh. different ways okay uh, depending on how you know the angle of the pictures you take and it's just, it's like your highlight reel, right? But I feel like everyone puts their own baggages out there. So this experience 
that this lady is is sharing is exactly stuff that I've experienced. Like this one guy, um, he said he was five foot nine. Uh, He said he was an accountant. And then when we met, um, I was wearing like platform heels. So I was probably around five, five. And this guy was at eye level with Mm -hmm. me. And then when we were speaking about what he does, he mentioned that he was um, taking CJET prerequisite classes to apply to go to accounting school. Mm-hmm. And? So he, he was not even remotely close to being an accountant. He had lied about oh, um, wow. his height. His pictures didn't look like him. And it's very common. And when we were talking, I mean, I remember talking with my cousin, who's married now, but she also went through the same thing, but she'd gone through it consecutively over five or six dates in a row and then she on the fifth time she said that she confronted the guy that he sat down and they said hello and her first words were apparently why did you lie mm-hmm. and well, the guy was shocked she's like you look nothing like your pictures you look up and she just went off on him right well i think i would have done just, the same yeah because you oh. just have enough at one point and they completely i'm not saying all men are like that and then i know that some of my guy friends downplay what they do. So, you know, they're very well off. Their companies are doing extremely well. So they don't want to attract the kind of girl who's after a certain type of guy. So they'll wear super casual clothes and they'll make sure that their background or their just whatever image they're providing of themselves doesn't show any type of upscale lifestyle. So, Mm -hmm. Not, you know, honesty is, is the, it could be a positive and a negative, and not well, everyone is just putting it out there. I, if I can, let me just share. When, when I was dating, before I got, I mean, I'm married. I'm with my husband almost 27 years. But before that, I, I mean, I've been a, in the sexuality field and a sex therapist, like, for 30 years, right? So I was dating in those years. And I got to a point where I did not tell people what I did. Um, so I did hide that fact until until I knew that they weren't just come, you know wanting to date me because of what I did for a living. Thinking I don't know what they were thinking, but something. Uh, so, but I, I think that's a different kind of uh, omission, not an outright lie. Like I'm, you know, I, I I'm an accountant when really I'm I'm in CJAP and just taking some classes in accounting. I think that's a stretch. No, it's a massive stretch, but. I mean, that's just one example. People not uh, not mentioning that they have kids. Uh, people not mentioning that they don't want kids or they do want kids. There's just, just a lot of stuff like that that goes on. That's why it's, uh, mm. I don't know. Dania? Yeah, but did I, think you... with, I think without authenticity, you're never going to meet the right person anyway. Like, right. you know, I mean, sales, you're trying to sell yourself. Authenticity is the best way to sell anything. Mm-hmm. And and having integrity. I found when I was dating many years ago, um, I was, as a young woman, quite independent. And, um, you know, I had my own business. I was a single mother, et cetera, et cetera. I wasn't hiding anything, but there were a lot of men that were not interested. They were inhibited. They weren't interested. They didn't like the fact that I was so independent. But Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have wanted those men anyway. Exactly, exactly. Right? But but you put it out there, right? So I I, want to know, though, and maybe guys can answer me this who are actually on dating sites and do stretch the truth. What do you think will be the result? This is what I don't understand. 
What do you think? Or a woman who says, who puts a, 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 a another picture and then she shows up, but she's 50 pounds heavier, let's say, right? What do you think the person's going to think? It be, I know why the motivation to do it is I want to sell my personality more than I want to sell my height or my weight. I get that. But right away, you're starting a relationship or, or a, a connection where a lie has begun. So then the question is, what else has that person lied about? How can you trust even moving forward with someone like that? Dr. Lori, there was a, a YouTube video where they had done like a social experiment where they had actually done that, where the girl, um, so they did it with the girl and they also did it with the guy. So the girl showed up much heavier than her picture. Like they put her in a fat suit and then mm -hmm. they did the opposite where the guy showed up much heavier. And it showed that the guys who were approached by the girls who was much heavier than her pictures bailed out of the date really soon. But the girls who met with guys who looked much, who were in real life much heavier than their images actually stayed through the conversation and got to know the guy. That's interesting. So yeah. what, what's the bottom line there? The bottom <laughs> line was that the guys were much more um, likely to basically judge what they saw, like based on appearances. It's, right. You know, initial attraction. Right. And if it wasn't there, they were out. And the girls were much more uh, keen to get to know someone and not want to judge a book and just want to give the person a chance regardless of what they look like. Right. Uh, Texter writes, and I've met people that are that were embarrassed that they didn't have their own car. Okay, I, I, I get it, but but why would you pretend like you have, you know, you're going to rent a car for the date, so you're going to rent, what, a, a Corvette for the, the date, and then and then what? You At some point, you're going to fess up, no? <laughs> that, that's not my car, or I don't even there's have a, a car? Of, there's a lot of people who may not want a car and want a bike, like, want a lifestyle that's free of cars and, and don't want to contribute value to the environment, and they'll bike. You'll, you'd never know that unless you were authentic. You'd never exactly. know that unless you told the truth exactly about somebody, right? Can we all just tell the truth? Can we just all agree to tell the truth, not stretch the lie so much, and you know, just to make ourselves look good when we're trying to we're trying to sell something and it's not the real thing. I just or you're hiding really good things about yourself that the other person might very well be attracted to, or the right person would be attracted to, but you're never going to meet them. Well, I would have, uh, hiding the fact that I was a sex therapist back then, I still am, but I thought was a good thing. <laughs> that was, I was going to hide that <laughs> on, from the get-go and then eventually <laughs> let them know because, like, no way. Uh, no way. Most guys would then want a report card, uh, which I wasn't <laughs> ready to give. <laughs> Uh, Texer, when I, whenever I go on the dating sites, I hear very few men outright stating they are attached. However, upon asking, which is my very first question to them, I've had many who actually admit to the fact surprisingly. So yep. why are they, why the hell are they on dating sites when you're assuming they are single and they are already attached? I know this happens yep. because I, I have, I have worked with many couples where a spouse has found her husband on dating sites. <laughs> They uh, want to see what's out there. That's every time that's happened, and I agree with this texter. I don't, I don't know if they're a guy or a girl, but I can say that as a woman, there has been plenty, plenty of times. And I hear from guys that it happens as well. Apparently, it's the swipe culture, and you just there's always something else or always something better, so you want to keep your options open. Yeah, pathetic when you're already married, though. Terrible. Yeah. 
Yeah, I yep. would. Yeah, that's true. Uh, right, protecting part of one's identity or career or net worth up front, just so it doesn't immediately get in the way, is different from uh, naked lies, where the person wants to attract a might, much wider pool of candidates. So, uh, very true. So, truth, tell the truth. Let me look at meaning on Webster.com, then I will comment. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's a game, Dr. Lori, nothing more. It's a game. We all know the rules, and it's who can play it the best. Jeez, it breaks wow. my heart to think that that's the I'd be thing. terrible at that game. I'd lose every time. Um, okay, one question. This question just came in, and um, as women, I want you to answer this. Hi, Lori, how can I tell my girlfriend that her vagina is smelly? How would you want to hear that? Um, <laughs> you stumped me. <laughs> Think about that. And maybe others can, can, can chime in too. How, as a woman, would you want to hear that? I, I know the answer. You do? Yeah. Okay, tell me. They would say something like, you smell, babe, you smell different. Let's get you checked out. There's something different with you compared to before. So she doesn't think it's been all the time. Then it's like, oh, this happened. I'm concerned because, you know, it could be your diet or maybe it's something more serious. Let's get it checked out. So you would, even though, let's say you've been, it's been smelling bad from the beginning to your nose, um, you you should, you could do a little white lie and say it yes. smells a little differently. So why don't we have that checked out? Yeah. And if they say something, it could be, well, babe, I thought it might be your diet and it might change, but you know, it hasn't. And I thought we should get it checked out, but it also could be pheromones. No, like, pheromones, no? no, pheromones are not, do not smell actually. But it might smell. It might smell to the wrong person. Remember? No, it's pheromones the, are not are not secreted from the vagina like that. That's, but don't they say like <laughs> you smell different, like two different people? Yes, but that's skin smell. That's okay. not vagina. You know, vagina smell. Like if there's a vagina smell, then what what are we talking about here? Are we talking about fishy smell? Like are we talking about a, a pungent? like unpleasant odor or just an odor that maybe is not so familiar to you or, you know, we have to, we kind of have to figure out what, what you mean by smelly. So maybe you can write back and let us know what you mean by, by smelly. All right, coming up, I'm going to ask you guys, um, a new study finds that women are less likely to date men who pose with cats in their dating profile. We'll check with the ladies, Paris Mansouri, Dania Beznos, after we check in with our CJD 800 newsroom. The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. From the pleasure and the politics to the hangups and the heartbreak, you're listening to Passion, CJD 800. The Passion View tonight, getting the female perspective on stuff. Paris Mansouri is with us of parasology.com. Dania Beznos is here. Uh, she is an entrepreneur. Her number, name of her company is Apple and Pear Design. Paris is single. Uh, Dania is married. Some interesting uh, texts, clearly, and, and questions uh, about the smelly vagina. Someone says there is <laughs> such a thing as pungent odors, which is not necessarily synonymous with smelly, however. That's quite true. Uh, again, smelly, you know, if we're talking about smelly, if we're talking about a, like a bacterial infection or something, then it would be a very strong 
usually um, a very unpleasant smell, but pungent doesn't necessarily mean uh, terribly unpleasant. So um, <laughs> somebody writes, is nothing sacred? Smell of vaginas enough already. Uh, it's a reality. We got a question. We got to answer it. And I think it's fair, right? The question I asked, like, how would you want somebody to tell you? This guy was asking, mm-hmm. how do I tell my girlfriend that? So there you go. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm 5'11", 150-ish pounds, blonde hair, blue eyes, and I've been accused of making it up. I'm married now, turned 54 today. Happy birthday. And I don't give a crap what they thought. Well, as long as you were um, honest. I still don't have a car, and luckily my girlfriend still doesn't seem to mind after years together, even though I've had my license for over 40 years. That person saying it's all just a game sounds like a young guy, but I can tell you he's not. Uh, And good luck to him finding girls who play their own games with him alongside. Uh, Another texter writes, some actually admit in a whispering voice to their wives being upstairs, sleeping in bed while they're talking to people online. Uh, However, that begs the question, how many women are actually enabling such behavior for these cheaters to perpetuate it? Oh, no. There we go. Blame the women again. (laughs) Another one says, screen, screen, screen. I only went out with guys off dating sites after several messages back and forth and a phone call. You can get a lot from a phone, a phone call, and no need to do your hair and nails for nothing. <laughs> you can, but there are <laughs> there's certain things you can't check, right? So, until you see them. Uh, the Passion Poet weighs in, says, There is an old saying, a dog is a man's best friend. They are a loyal companion right up till the end. Cats are too independent. They meow for their need. Then they ignore you until time for next speed. It's nice to have a pet. Only one thing to be said. There's only one kind of pussy a man wants in bed. <laughs> Oi, you're like, lucky I didn't read that ahead of time. Listen, the passion poet is probably the most brilliant poet. Like, how do they come up with these on such, like, he does. quick, quick turnaround? That's who he is. And speaking of cats... There, we, I, we, I brought this up on Friday night. It was a story and it was a study. And then I said, wait a second, I need the ladies to weigh in on this. So a new study finds that women are less likely to date men who pose with cats in their dating profiles. And I think we talked, ladies, about guys who pose with dogs and that they are more likely to uh, get swiped on, uh, basically, or chosen with dogs. But with cats, it's a different uh, situation. And so what they're saying is that... Um, when women are shown the cat, like that we have a, a, a stereotype about cat owners and that somehow we see cat owners as uh, l- less, uh, less masculine, maybe. Um, I don't know. Some, there's something about it. Less masculine. That That's really what it is. Uh, and I'm wondering if you would feel that way if you I don't know Paris is a dating person like do you would you judge a guy with a cat and say oh that that person's uh less masculine or I don't want to get involved with someone like that no it would just depend like you can have whatever pet you want to have but if you have like I don't know like five cats and a pig and you know, horses, that's totally okay. But if you have five cats in the studio apartment and you haven't left the apartment, <laughs> not just because of quarantine, but just generally, like, that's a problem. But no, I don't think having a cat is an issue. I'm very, like, I'm, I'm an open person. If, if the profile picture, like multiple profile pictures with a cat 
that's the issue. But I mean, if he has a cat, he has a cat. I mean, you can't judge a man. But if he rescues what? a cat, why are you judging people? Well, but this is the thing that they were based just on the pictures because you know they do this where they they show the same guy with a cat and the and the same guy without a cat, and then yeah. they judge them on basic things. And they found that men holding cats were viewed as less masculine, more neurotic, agreeable, open, and less dateable. Less dateable wow. because they were uh, cat people. And so then I started thinking about it. And I, I I don't think I ever consciously had a stereotype in my head of a guy who likes cats or a, a guy who would be pictured with a cat. And But everybody started writing in saying, oh, yeah, 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 there is that stereotype. So I just wanted to check with you guys. I don't know. I think that sometimes it's a lifestyle choice. In other words, if you have, you're <laughs> someone who travels a lot, it's very hard to have a dog, much easier to have a cat. And I would think, okay, well, he's a loving guy. He wanted a pet. He got himself a cat. They're very independent. So you'd be... Danya, would you... Yeah. Let's say you see the profile picture of a guy who has, like, with a German Shepherd, and then you see that same guy with a cat. It does give off two different impressions. Like, now that Dr. Lori's explaining it that way, I visually, it, visually, it, you know... No, shows a difference what and if you saw that same guy instead of a pit bull or a german shepherd they were holding a chihuahua that would also give you a different impression <laughs> oh like a tiny little dog right a right? purse dog so you're saying if a guy is holding a purse dog that would be the same as a guy holding a kitten or a cat you Depends think how they were holding it <laughs> I... really honestly <laughs> i can't i'm not willing to judge like that but I'm just imagining. So you're more of a man of, if you have this big dog. Well, basically, I don't know. Yeah, that's what they're saying. And study, and and they did do studies with dogs, so they were able to, they were able to to conclude that, um, that women are more likely to swipe on pictures of guys with with uh, with dogs. And and then there's became this whole thing about can I borrow your dog for the picture for a picture, you know. <laughs> Um, but nobody's borrowing anybody's cat for the pictures. Uh, so there's got to be a reason for that. But anyway, some a couple of texts here with that. Um, I prefer guys with cats. They are more affectionate. Guys who pose with dogs are so cliche. See, that's true. There's another thing, too. Oh, look at mm -hmm. me, you know. I'm, you know, look at me and my Rottweiler. Mm -hmm. um, too bad, ladies. You're missing out on men with cats. They know how to make more than just cats purr. <laughs> Did I not just say that I, I yes. wouldn't be, oh my God. That you don't judge for that, yes. No. Okay, but if you had two guys that were similar looking, one had a dog and one had a cat. <laughs> would I'm you... allergic oh, to both. Oh, oh, that. Oh, so easy. What a great way out. What a great way out of that one. Um, I think it looks like a sign of laziness to own a cat, this person says. <laughs> what the heck? What? Uh, yeah, it's a sign of laziness. Why? Because you're not going out to walk them. But I do think, like um, Dania says, like if you're a traveling guy, you can leave a cat for a whole day and not worry about running home, right? Yeah, that's why I have a cat or had a cat for years because I traveled so much I didn't want to have to worry about it. Paris. But I still wanted a pet. Right, yes. right. Uh, this texter has a question for you. Can I ask you? <laughs> She's like, I know. Sure. <laughs> um, why is Paris single as beautiful as she is? Oh, my God. I'm sure people ask you that all the time, no? It's, I, I don't know. I would love the answer. It's just a question of 
finding someone who didn't lie on their profile. Oh, so we go back to lying on your profile. So you have not found people who don't lie on their profile is what you're saying. Or just finding just an authentic person, like just a real authentic person who who meets the values that I'm, I mean, we've discussed this, the values that I'm looking for are much more important than owning a cat and, and things like that. It's literally right. somebody who's, you know, loyal and empathetic and considerate. And a lot of people are not empathetic and considerate. Sadly, it makes me sad to hear you say that, you know, that, yep. that you, you're single because you have not yet met somebody that fits that criteria or that, that you've had a lot of experience with unauthentic people or men. Lori, honestly, like I've met really lovely, wonderful people who, if you would meet them socially, you would think they're great. But like one of them, very recently, uh, we had a conversation and I had mentioned to them that I had paid Anyways, it just came out that I paid for a certain date, and he absolutely refused to believe it. He said I was lying and that I that he had paid for it, and I had to pull out the receipt to prove to him that I had actually paid. And then even when I, I, I proved it to him, he was like, I don't remember that. Oh, clearly, of course. And this is a perfectly nice person. Right, but that was enough to, like, that... But who does that? Or then there's right. who does that? <laughs> another story of this person who was screenshotting while we were having a FaceTime conversation when I asked him not to, and he continued taking screenshots. Like, who does that? So the lack of respect is really what you're talking about here. I mean, just examples right there, Dr. Lori. Yeah. <laughs> you well, can make of it as you wish, and so right. can our listeners, but that's so, why. So we can continue to talk about why Paris is single um, coming up because uh, Dania and I are not single and we want to find her a husband. So if you want to help us find Paris a husband, we can oh all God. we can all work on it. Looking for authentic people, authentic. Oh we come back to Paris and Dania and the passion view here. After- passion with Dr. Lori Batito on CJAD 800. Ladies, we're getting lots of uh, great texts, not all looking to marry you, Paris, but some. Uh, Paris Mansouri is here, parisology.com. You know her, you love her because she has been my replacement over the years when I'm not around, and she's a frequent CJD contributor. Uh, Dania Beznos, who's one of my very closest friends, is a mom, a stepmom, a grandma of uh, three boys. She's herself an entrepreneur. So I want to share a little bit of uh, text here. I'm a woman who highly disagrees with such stereotypes. We were talking about men and cats and men with dogs and would argue the reverse, actually. From my personal experience, men who appreciate cats and prefer them to dogs are usually very independent, caring, respectful, empathic, and sensual as opposed to men with dogs who comparatively seem to be more egotistical, controlling, unrefined, and shallow. And I'm laughing because you describe, my husband had two cats when I met him, and that's exactly how I would describe him, independent, caring, respectful, empathetic, and sensual. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I think there are more of us out there. If we give the guys with the cat a chance, we might just find some uh, pretty cool things. What do you think, ladies? (laughs) And Dania owns a cat. I don't think your husband owned a cat when you met him, no? No. Right. He did not. And Paris but, is... um, yeah. Paris is holding her tongue. She's not saying... No, I rescued a cat. And then I, that's how I discovered I was really badly allergic. 
Right. Uh, my friend said it best. She's looking for a guy who has regards for her feelings. Um, somebody says, how young are you looking? My son is 23. <laughs> oh, That's <boy>. too young. <laughs> no. Paris, what's the age range? I would say 25. 25? No. <laughs> 25. <laughs> I'm so joking. Um, you go, girl. You go, girl. <laughs> I would say like 30 to 40. Uh, 30 to 40. Okay, there you go. Uh, 30 to 40. Somebody says, makes me sad that I'm looking for the same as Paris from Phil. Phil, Paris is really easy to find on social media, so you can always reach out. (laughs) Well, you are easy to find. You can say no. You don't have to accept anybody's friend requests or anything. I'm sure Um, our listeners want to move on from this topic of my singleness. Sadly, I agree 100% with Paris. Being single myself, I have the same problem uh, another text unfortunately many males and females still play games when you reach a certain place in one's life you get tired and have no more patience for games it's not easy uh, i have to agree with uh, sal wrote this that you lose that patience for games like as you get older and you're dating like i, I don't know how people do this i don't know how playing this game is tiresome my daughter's 30 and she's tired of it well, there you go. My daughter's yeah. in her 20s, and she's tired of it, too. I don't think anybody mm-hmm. really likes the games. Um, yeah. <laughs> you want to hear a poem for you, Paris? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> poor... <laughs> Is that uh, or do I listeners? <laughs> So uh, no, it's for you. Poor little Paris cannot find a guy looking for love, something you can't buy. Such a pretty woman in every man's dreams. Wonder if I can suck her into one of my perverted schemes. <laughs> <laughs> you know you have a big fan. The Passion Poet adores you. Uh, well, the Passion Poet is, is the most <laughs> brilliant poet. Another one. Paris does indeed seem like a lovely young woman. I really hope she finds a great guy whose company she deserves. That business with the receipt is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. For validating, right? Yes. Um, another one. I agree with Paris about the visual impression differences in the uh, profile pics. Oh, yeah. Dating, dating, dating. Every time we talk about it, it's just, uh, it's depressing. I'm just so grateful I'm not dating um, <laughs> and married, but I would hate to be single. And in, in these times, I find them so confusing. And I don't know, disappointing is the word. Like I, I'm listening to you and I'm listening to other people I know who are dealing with this and quite a, it's quite disappointing. It's great when you just Honestly, like as as much as it's a trial and tribulation each time, it's just really wonderful to meet people. And I've just found like it, the trick is not turning people into someone they're not. Like when you go on a date, stop turning that person into something or trying to force something that's not there or mm. making that person more than they should be in your life. Maybe you're supposed to meet their cousin or maybe they're supposed to be your link to a new job. Like you don't know who that person is. And I agree. We hurt ourselves in that process when we just put too much of a burden on the other person. So you and just go out, you have fun and take it where it goes. So the stories I shared, it's like just stories I share now is like <laughs> funny, but you know, they're part stuff of that we have to go through. Yeah. And, and I agree with you, the approach to dating, like the way you approach it could change your uh, attitude about it. Right. So if you approach it with, it's nice to just meet different people and I'm going to learn things along the way and you never know who you're uh, going to meet. I, I, you know, I met my husband through a woman that I met at a singles event, 
right? It wasn't like I didn't meet my husband at a singles event. It was my this woman who introduced me to uh, to him. So, like, you never know who you're going to meet and talk to and, and where that, that's going to lead. So if you have an open mind and you're just interested in meeting people in general and just being just being kind, you don't have to go anywhere with them. It doesn't have to go further, but... Uh, that approach, at least it reduces a little bit of the expectations. But I think a lot of people are still like, I don't want to say desperate to, but they really, really, really want to find somebody to settle down with. And so the expectations can kind of kick in there uh, with a lot of hope. And then when that hope gets, you know, when you when you encounter somebody and you realize they lied or they're, they misrepresented themselves, it just, it's like, I don't know, it's like a, taking the air out of a balloon, you know? So it's disappointing. Yeah, it's disappointing. Then you get tainted after a while. You start, I guess you stop believing anybody. But that's the problem. And then you get yeah. like, a, you know, we were talking to our millennials uh, last month, I think, and they were saying like they go off on and off the dating apps because there is a, mm. a, a dating fatigue that happens from all these disappointments. And then they say, you know what? I'm done with it for now. I'm I'm not even going there. Yeah, and my then, daughter told me the same thing. Oh really? So she goes yep. on, on and she off. Off, she's off the, off the grid. Right. Yeah. Uh, Paris, somebody just fi- somehow found a picture of you somewhere and says you look about twenty-two. <laughs> what a compliment! <laughs> Isn't that nice? So now you can look for someone who's twenty-five. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, they will now. No, not, not for oh, Paris. Oh, wait a minute. I said 30 to 40. How about 30 to 45? 30 to 45. <laughs> 30 to 45 will do for Paris. Uh, another text writes, I'm so glad I don't date anymore. Absolutely. Another text, Lori, I'm 56, and I'm constantly told the same thing by both men and women alike regarding why I'm still single, including on the dating lines as well, where men outright ask me why I'm still single and what is someone so attractive, intelligent, and many qualities doing on such a dating site. And my honest reply is always the same. I simply haven't met my intellectual, emotional, spiritual, and physical complementary counterpart Mm-hmm. In that integral and consecutive order. Uh, amen. That's you. That's that, good. That, and, that more, you. and if you settle, it's even worse. Yeah. Well, yep. you're yep. not. Yeah, Paris, not the kind of girl who's going to settle for sure. No. Not. And uh, but I, I mean, you could have written this yourself. What this texter wrote, because that is I exactly it. It's not an age thing. I mean, she wrote, "I'm 56," or he wrote, "I'm 56." It's yeah. It's a she, I think. Yeah. Oh, it's a she. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I honestly don't think it's an age thing. I think so many of us are, are are looking for that just reciprocal balance. Right, but sometimes to get to a level of wisdom like this person is presenting in terms of knowing that they ha- they need connection at that spiritual level, intellectual level, emotional level, it's hard to do when you have uh, sometimes a, a twenty five year difference. You know what I mean? Like if a 56 going with a 25-year-old, I think unlikely to find herself that equal uh, on all those levels. Not, I'm not dissing younger people. I'm just saying like in terms of life experience and wisdom acquired over time, that's generally not likely to happen. I, I totally agree. What I've found is that I find people at different spaces in their life, like Life has phases. Sometimes you're in the childbearing phase much earlier 
Some women will want to have kids in their 20s. Some women will want to get married in their 20s. Mm-hmm. And then other women will be like, absolutely not. I'm not ready. And well into their 30s, they're like, okay, I might get married. Or late 30s, okay, I'm ready to have kids. It's just a question of finding someone who's at the same phase of life. And mm-hmm. you may be in that same phase when the guy is in his 30s and the girl is, you know, 45 or That's true. vice versa. You're right. You're right about that. And I have seen, uh, I have seen that play out for sure. Oh, any last words, Dania? You're just going to breathe a sigh of relief that you're married to? Yeah, I've been thinking that also. <laughs> trying to think back to my my dating days, you know, after I got divorced. I mean, I didn't date so much. I was a single mother and, that must have and, been difficult, and running yeah. a business. But it was tough. It was really hard. Yeah. And authenticity, for sure, was a big part of it. Right. Uh, yeah. Last text, Paris, for you. We're getting closer, 30 to 45. Soon will it be 35 to 50? I may have a chance at that point. <laughs> oh, geez. Somebody else wrote, stuff I read on women's profiles when I was on dating sites, and he quotes, every time I come back on these sites, I die a little bit more inside. Oh, my God. Or something. someone else, someone wrote, is there an, maybe any guy out on here who isn't actually a jerk? And also, my kids made me do this. (laughs) I like that last one, actually. At least it puts it out there that you've got kids, right? Right. Ladies, can't thank you enough. You know how much I enjoy my time with you. I can't wait to speak to you again next month. Have a great night, guys. Love you. You too, Lori. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Uh, Thanks to Dave Simon, our technical producer, and thanks to all of you. We got some really fun texts. It was really fun. Your participation was uh, really appreciated tonight. Thank you. If you want to connect with me on social media, you can do that at Dr. Lori Batito or through my website, drlori.com, where we also post all the podcasts of uh, all past shows as well. Coming up next year on CJD, we bring you the CTV National News. Have a great rest of the evening and remember to live your life with passion.